Hey everyone, welcome to Curated. I'm Jacqueline Alejandra, art educator and student, lover of discussing, ranting, and learning about all things art, history, and culture. $30 million. Now that's a hell of a lot of money. Can you imagine making that kind of money in just a year? Can you imagine making that kind of money in just a year when you're only like 10 years old? I mean, it seems too crazy for that to ever happen, right? Well, not for Ryan Kahi. Nope. He just made a little under 30 mil in 2020, according to Forbes. And he is not only the highest paid YouTuber at the ripe old age of nine, but he has been the highest paid YouTuber for a couple years now. I'm not going to lie, when I first heard about Ryan Kaki a couple years ago and how much he makes, I was pretty upset. I mean, I was jealous that this little kid was making this insane amount of money. I mean, much, much more money than I was. I was totally jealous at first. But then I stopped to think about the situation and I got mad. Mad that he really is just a kid and he has been put in front of a camera since what? four years old for all of YouTube to see promoting toys before he even understood what a promotion is. Companies began to pump this kid up with money and partnerships when he was just beginning to even grasp the concept or notion of what money and value are. I mean, that's pretty fucked up as it is. But then I thought about my students who love watching Ryan's world on YouTube. And I got even more mad. Ryan's show and other shows like his reaches millions of kids, selling them not only products, but a fantasy of a luxury life of toys, games, and vacations. Creating materialistic, selfish little monsters. I mean, we're always trying to teach children good values, right? As parents, as teachers, as role models and whatnot. We're complaining about how kids nowadays are just so bratty and spoiled and what a problem this is. Despite our efforts and bitching, in our world, materialistic values seep through all around us. No, not just seeps, it oozes it bursts through it comes out and whacks kids in the face under the disguise of fun tiktoks and youtube vlogs we as adults already know that major corporations have no souls yet we have a hard time not falling for the fake oohs ahs and wows when we view those tantalizing scripted unscripted unboxing videos i mean who do you think are behind those videos corporations and for kids these traps are even harder to see we already know the harmful effects materialistic values have on our children and our society as a whole so why are we leaving this avenue of kid influencers to be open for corporations to take in order to reach our children Early in our lives, when we are young, we are at our most impressionable stage. This is where advertisements place themselves as their greatest tactic of capturing us and swaying our values. According to studies researching the impact of being brought up in a materialistic environment published by the Oxford Journals, 
The concept of holding symbolic meaning and status in materialistic goals and objects begins during middle to late childhood, before children reach the age of 10. Their studies prove that at the age of 12 to 13, children are not only at their most insecure, but this is also the age where they become highly materialistic, which is not a coincidence. It is this insecurity that makes them more susceptible to fall for targeted marketing campaigns, which companies and corporations take advantage of, and is the reason why they pour and invest money into advertisements specifically targeting this age group. Advertising has always been a valuable tool for corporations and in our modern day and age we not only have our ads and our physical world to worry about but also virtual advertisements as well values on materialism that largely affects the trajectory of mental health satisfaction in life and behavior into adulthood sets its root this early point in life when we are vulnerable And it is at this point where it needs to be weeded out. Society is not blind to the vulnerability of our children's minds and emotions. We are totally aware of how modernism and technology has affected them materialistically. The Oxford Journals points out that adults' concern over children's materialism is growing, and 80% of adults agree that limitations should be placed on ads that target our youths. What is increasingly popular amongst modern kids is the internet. In 2017, the Economist Intelligent Unit published their studies and reports on the results from ethical approaches of ads, specifically the banning of advertisements directed towards kids. They revealed that in the U.S., children see 20,000-plus hours of commercials from television alone within a year, only a year. This amount of hours have multiplied with the rise in popularity of the Internet. Social media has been dominating the internet, and according to a study by Dr. Franz Folkbord on children from ages 10 to 13, 75% of children today reveal that they gain their brand awareness from products used and seen in vlogs posted by social media influencers. Influencer marketing is the newest and hottest method of advertisements across virtually every social media platform on the internet, where partnerships are made between corporations and popular social media figures like Ryan in the form of endorsement deals. Explained earlier, corporations are pouring money into advertisements, and today that meets paid content through influencer partnerships, and that these forms of advertisements are now exposing our kids to the materialistic values and consumer cycle. Restrictions and limitations on this new form of advertisements needs to be made in order to decrease kids' exposure to a value system that will harm them. 
Some steps towards holding social media platforms up to an ethical standards of how youths are targeted were made when Facebook and Instagram banned weight loss companies from placing ads that target an audience under the age of 18 years old. There's also now a disclosure requirement placed on social media influencers who post paid content materials. Many, many, many influencers have tried to hide the fact that their content is promotional by trying to play it off as organic content, like in videos where they seemingly use the product casually or play with the product acting like it's the best toy in the world. Now they must place a disclosure in their captions and in their YouTube videos so that fans are aware that they are being paid to promote those products. These are great steps. However, the amount of platforms that are placing ethical standards are few and the disclosure guidelines does little to no effect on children. Adam Bulger, branding content creator and journalist, explains in his research article regarding the impact of children influencers that many fans and followers of these channels are as young as preschool age. They cannot understand or even read the text disclosures required under the guidelines and only simply understand visually that the videos they are watching are displaying cool toys and other fun products. To them, the videos still seem totally organic. They do not fully grasp that they are being targeted and that the videos are a form of advertisements. It's unethical for corporations to make partnerships with children influencers and take advantage of their vulnerable audience who lack the skills to even read disclosures. The ties between corporations and children influencers should be cut by restricting them from creating partnerships and business deals. Okay. I get it. The concept of completely blocking children influencers from forming endorsement deals with corporations may seem unjust to many people, especially to the content creators, aka their parents. You know, the ones who are filming and editing the videos, creating accounts for their kids, making business deals on behalf of their six-year-olds, and forcing them to say scripted lines, looking out for their kids' best interests as if they themselves are not benefiting whatsoever, pretending that they never heard of any child star tragedy, <clears throat> Britney Spears, <clears throat> Yeah, those people who I obviously have a bone to pick with, they will not be happy if they can't use their kids to make some bucks. However, it is very much needed to cut off this pathway for corporations in order to protect the mental health and happiness of our youths and future society. One can argue that new guidelines to enforce verbal disclosures of paid content in order to make it more comprehensive for children can be implemented instead of just text disclosures. This may seem like a logical compromise. However, these young viewers are not able to understand the concept of advertisements of any kind. This claim is backed by the 2019 study called Children as Vulnerable Consumers in Online Environments, published by the Journal of Consumers Affairs, which reveals that although children may recognize an ad from as young as three years old and may see its persuasiveness at as young as eight, 
They, however, lack cognitive skills even in their teenage years, needed to understand the greedy nature of consumerism in ads and false promotions. This weak advertising literacy is further weakened in the more cluttered and interactive online environment. The study also points to how most research indicates that youths are defenseless to the persuasive influence of online advertisements, whether they recognize the ad or not. Therefore, any form of disclosure, including verbal, would not fulfill the purpose of ad awareness nor solve the problem of reducing materialism. People can also argue that just resolving the issue of paid influencer content will not solve everything, which is true. Even if children are watching non-promotional videos, there are still commercials that pop up systematically while they're viewing the content. Even if kids don't have access to the internet or YouTube or social media accounts, in our world, there are still ads everywhere, at malls, magazines, in the streets. But these are things that can be challenged too and have been challenged in other countries. Maybe promotional commercials on children's YouTube channels should be stripped and replaced with, I don't know, educational commercials. I mean, why not? We should make an effort to chop avenues that corporations take to capture our children. And taking on a stand like this, where many people, not just young people, are just like, oh my god, can't live without social media, and they're like totally obsessed with influencers, mimicking them and wanting to be one. I mean, this will take a long time and many people to understand that this really is an issue. In the meantime, we can acknowledge the materialism of these children influencers and straight up talk to children about it and strengthen their advertising literacy. 30 mil for a 9-year-old is really insane, but it also shows the tactics of corporations. Once we realize that 1. Influencers are bullshit, 2. Corporation partnerships with influencers are basically a gateway to hell, aka the consumer cycle, and 3. Corporations should stop entangling children in their poisonous vine. We can then begin to weed them out, bust out our green goblin vinegar and make them choke on it. I hope that tonight's podcast has opened your eyes, made you think, and question our culture. But most of all, I hope that we've all learned a little something about ourselves and why we are the way we are. Thank you so much.